joining us on Comedy Co-Pilots. I'm Erin Lynn. And I'm Jocelyn Mance. And this week we're doing Dharma and Greg. Woo! <laughs> and it was on ABC from 1997 to 2002. And it was created by Dottie Dartlin and Chuck Lorre. It's our first foray into Chuck Lorre shows. He has yeah. a lot of them. Yes, he does. <laughs> we'll probably do more. Mm-hmm. Um, some of his are Grace Under... The ones he created, at least, are Grace mm-hmm. Under Fire, Two and a Half Men, and Big Bang Theory, and Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dartlin created Caroline in the City. Um, so... Season one, episode one of Dharma and Greg is just called Pilot, and the Hulu description is a culturally mismatched couple find love at first sight. They meet on a subway and decide to wed immediately. That done, it's a matter of dealing with the in-laws. Okay. So we open in San Francisco, 1977, on a subway or a train or something. I think it's a BART up in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, with a young Dharma and her parents, uh, Larry and Abby. And she's naming off astrological signs grouped by element. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sees a policeman and her dad asks her what she says to police and she's like uh, I have a fourth amendment right preventing you from searching me yeah <laughs> yep so major and, hippie parents <laughs> yeah and on the platform is a young Greg and his parents Kitty and Edward and Kitty is annoyed that they are taking the train, and Edward says it's because it's raining and the cabs keep passing them by. And Greg thinks it's fun. Mm-hmm. And Kitty corrects him and says that it's public transportation and don't <laughs> touch anything because it's dirty. And so they're like <laughs> Uber snobs. <laughs> yeah. And Edward's like, don't look at anyone because they'll ask you for money. <laughs> And then the train arrives, and the doors open, and Dharma and Greg come face to face, and Kitty is like, don't look at anyone, <laughs> like, stop looking at her, and then he goes over to the window to stare at her and her parents as they go up the stairs of the subway, and they stare at each other until Kitty pulls them away. <laughs> And then now we're in San Francisco in present day, which is 1997. (laughs) Uh, And Dharma's on the train reading the paper. And the train stops and she gets up to leave. And as she gets to the door, there is adult Greg. (laughs) And they stare at each other and Dharma smiles and she leaves the train And then Greg looks at her through the window and she waves like, hello, Mm -hmm. (laughs) stop looking at me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he goes to exit the train to go talk to her, but the door closes and he sits down 
all disappointed and the lady next to him who's looking at the whole thing calls him a schmuck. (laughs) And then next, him and Pete are walking into their office from the elevator and Pete asks when Greg will uh, stop moping and Greg's like, I can't stop thinking about the girl on the train. I should have talked to her. And Pete thinks he would have regretted it because in his experience, he would have said something creepy and then she would have rejected him. Mm -hmm. And and Greg's like, okay, whatever. And goes into his office and Dharma is sitting on his desk reading the paper. Crazy. How did she get there? It's never really explained. (laughs) Well, she says... (laughs) She says, she asks how it took him so long, and then we get the credits, which is uh, a hippie-ish song, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dharma sitting cross-legged and blowing bubbles, and Greg sees it, and then they frolic around, and kiss and dance, <laughs> and then after the credits, Greg is amazed to see her and he asks how she found him and she shows him his picture in the paper because he's an assistant U.S. attorney that just filed a mob indictment. So I guess maybe they she knows where the U.S. attorney's office is? I don't know. Yeah, I still, like, she saw him in the paper, but, like, she saw him that morning. Did she, like, track him down in the paper? I don't know. It doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> well, she was reading the paper. Oh. On the train. Well. Yeah, That's a good so catch. I guess they're insinuating that she saw him mm-hmm. <laughs> before in the paper before she saw him in real life, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, she says the universe is wild, and she introduces herself as Dharma Finkelstein, and her dad was Jewish, but he wanted to be the Dalai Lama. That's why her name is that way. <laughs> and she wants to go... She wants to leave the office with him to go get to know one another um, on a practical level because obviously they already know each other on a spiritual level. And he's like, I'm lost. You lost me. And she's like, yes, but I won't happen again. That was in another lifetime. (laughs) They go out into the main office and into the elevator and she asks him if he likes organ music. And then we cut to them sitting in the bleachers at a baseball game, listening to organ music. <laughs> like, you paid for baseball tickets to listen to organ music? <laughs> oh, well. I guess so. Yeah. Well, they were, it looked like they were sitting in bad seats. So yeah, okay. Those, those aren't that expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those, those can be like five to ten bucks. Oh, okay. Especially in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so Greg's like, he thinks the organist is good, and Dharma doesn't like baseball, she just loves to listen to organ music and scream, (laughs) and she says you can scream anything, even if it doesn't make sense, and she stands up and screams about driving a coffee table to Idaho, (laughs) Greg's like, I don't want to try that, which (laughs) encourages him to try And then she stands up again and shouts about nectarine time and comb comb your frog. Yep. 
And then the guy sitting in front of them tells her to shut up. And then Greg's like, apologize. Or he pulls his badge. I'll take you to customs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take you to customs over your Cuban cigars because I'm a, I work for the Justice Department. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's a bit of an overreaction and possibly an abuse of power. <laughs> <laughs> And also, her point is wrong. You can't just scream anything you want at a baseball game because people will look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, someone will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so they're both like the kind apologized. of being assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, Darwin's being more of an asshole because you go to a baseball game to watch baseball. Yeah. <laughs> you don't go to listen to some weirdo yell about Kobe to your friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah, so no. <laughs> um, so he apologizes and Darva thinks it's sweet and no one has ever intimidated someone for her before. <laughs> and she says he deserves a reward. Does he like blueberry pie? Yes. So they get up to leave, and he's like, but the Giants are winning. And she's like, who? (laughs) And cut to Dharma and Greg on a plane, and Greg says there's pie in San Francisco, Um, but Dharma leans back, and she says, not this pie. So they bought plane tickets now. Yeah, how much are plane tickets from San Francisco to Reno? I don't know, but any plane ticket is an expense. <laughs> like, there's no way that's yeah. 5 to $10. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, so, Dharma, uh, oh yeah, so cut to them sitting in the diner, and Greg says it is the best pie he's ever had in his life, and how did you find it? And she says her family lived in Reno for a couple years until her dad fixed the van. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So (laughs) that's a little insight into Larry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Dharma continues telling the story about being in a sweat lodge and um, with a guy named Gunther. And there's a medicine man who told her that if you look into the eyes of your soulmate, You'll see the generations you'll create. Okay. And she looked in the Gunther's eyes and she couldn't even see next Thursday. So I guess Gunther was yeah. her, her date at the time. <laughs> to the sweat yeah. lodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, she says, isn't that wild? And they stare into each other's eyes. I guess seeing their generations. <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a bunch of faces. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> so you're like gonna scream in your soulmate. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would. <laughs> so um, Greg asks, "What do they do now?" And Dharma asks, "What does he usually do?" And he says, "They'd exchange numbers." And things would start off well until he called too much. She would start screening her calls, so he'd call really late. And she'd answer, and he'd hang up, and she'd star 69, and he'd be too embarrassed to talk to her again. 
And I was like, oh, let's yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, I don't want to do that either. He wishes they could just skip the dating part. And she's like, why can't we? It's like, well, because there's it's a, a little important. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason people typically date for marrying, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so cut to them in front of an mm-hmm. officiant with an organ playing the wedding march, and Greg whispers in the organist's ear, and then she starts playing charge or whatever. The, the baseball <laughs> theme. That's <laughs> what I. Yeah, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> that one you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then Dharma calls it their song and and kisses and hugs Greg and then later they're in bed and they had some good sex and (laughs) Dharma's glad they waited until after they were married (laughs) and then (laughs) Greg thinks that they're crazy for getting married and Dharma's like, but it's a cool story to tell our children. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, cool. You want to have children? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like, unless you want to yeah. have them. Which it seems like that's one of the reasons for dating is you ask those sort of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're on the same page yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, and it this this part makes me sad because, like, I guess these care well they weren't named Dharma and Greg because of like copyright stuff I think but like I guess two characters played by these actors and very similar to Dharma and Greg were on Two and a Half Men mm-hmm. and Greg was like tired of the marriage and wanted to get a divorce <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like oh <laughs> that's not cool yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, that's probably yeah, yeah. the most predictable outcome. That's probably yeah. what happened. Yeah, that's probably what happened, but I don't yeah. want to see it. <laughs> uh, so the next morning, Greg says they should probably get some sleep. And what time is it? I guess they've been up all night. It's 8 a.m. And she's like, oh, the pie shop is open. And Greg's like, I'm going to take a shower want to join me and she's like I've been joining you for the last eight hours and uh, Greg's cell phone rings after he goes to the shower and she thinks it's the room phone but it's not and then she figures out it's in the pants in the pocket Uh, while she does some like truly like impressive like keeping the the sheet over her like you know how they always keep the sheet on like, like, you would absolutely yeah. not be doing that if you were a like, television character. <laughs> She's got. I have to yes. get everything covered just in case um, there's a just in case the guy I've been having sex with for eight hours walks back in or something. I don't know. Like, but yeah, it's so funny when they do that to me. He can't. He can't yeah. see me. <laughs> There's a hole in yeah. this sheet. It's so funny how she's like, she's got one arm like holding the sheet up, and then she's got only one arm. To be honest, so like you would not be holding the sheet up. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so uh, she finds the phone and she answers it. Greg's pants. He's not in them right now. 
and she finds out that it's Greg's mom, <laughs> or as as the, as she says, Gregory's mother. <laughs> and she tells her that Greg is in the shower, and she'll take a message. And Kitty tells her about lunch at their house at one p.m. Dharma says they'll be there, and she's like, "We," and she's like, "Yeah, we." And she's like, "Actually, make it two because we're in Nevada." <laughs> And then she hangs up and Greg asks her what's taking so long and she says she's talking to his mother and then he turns off the shower and like, what? This is when it all became real for poor Greg. <laughs> I know. He's like, oh, I got married. <laughs> and then later at Dharma's apartment, they enter the hallway from the elevator, which looks like, does that elevator work? I, I think it, like, it. gets stuck, like, halfway between floors, so they have to, like, jump down. Uh, very dangerous, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> not very Yeah, accessible. no, not at all. <laughs> um, so Dharma needs to change her clothes before they go to his parents' house, and Jane is outside the elevator hitting a motorcycle with a baseball mm-hmm. bat. And Dharma asks her what's up, and she says she's breaking up with Ivan. This used to be his motorcycle, now it's junk. And Dharma says she has news too, she's married. And then Jane's like, shut up! And she's like, no, you (laughs) shut up! And then they hug. And then Dharma introduces Jane to Greg, and she hugs him. But she whispers, like, if you cause my friend any emotional pain, I'll hurt you in ways you can't imagine. (laughs) And she's like, oh, now I got to finish wrecking the spike before Ivan wakes up. So they go into Dharma's apartment and Dharma introduces Greg to her dog Stinky and Stinky's dog (laughs) Nunzio. And... Nunzio was Stinky's bar mitzvah present. How did Stinky name him? I'm like, is that dog 13 years old? Yeah, that dog's gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's also a good question. How did he name him? (laughs) He put his paw on some letters. I don't know. If he put his paw on some letters, that's a great outcome, actually, for that. So Greg's never seen anything like her apartment and she's like, that's what I was going for. (laughs) And then Abby walks out naked holding a canvas Mm -hmm. over her body and Craig freaks out and Dharma throws her a dress and she says Abby is always nude when she paints. And Greg's like, is that your roommate? And she's like, (laughs) no, it's my mom. (laughs) And Greg needs a Tums. And Abby comes in and she's dressed in the dress that Dharma threw her. And Dharma asks her how painting is going. And Abby says she had a hard time with the face of God. So she made it Janice Joplin. And Dharma tells her she got married. And she's like, shut <laughs> up, shut up. And <laughs> um, they hug and she introduces Abby to Greg. And then Abby hugs Greg. And then Abby, like, wants to read his palm and says he has a long lifeline. And then she's like, oh, wait, what am I doing? You probably, you guys probably want to have sex. And 
Starm is like, oh, we're actually on the way to Greg's parents' house, but I don't know, honey, maybe we, maybe we have time. <laughs> and then Greg's, like, mortified. And then Darma's dad, Larry, comes in naked <laughs> with an apple. <laughs> and then he sees everyone and goes back outside embarrassed. And then Greg's like, I guess that's your father. And then Abby says to say that they're just living together because Larry is against the institution of marriage. And Larry comes back out and he's dressed and um, Dharma introduces him to Greg. And Abby says they're about to have sex, so we should leave. And Larry says, dig it. And, like, Greg, Greg was holding his hand out to shake it, and he just, like, slaps it and <laughs> goes to leave. <laughs> and um, Abby thinks Greg is cute, and Larry's like, I smell lawyer. And then they leave. And Greg reminds Dharma about his parents, um, and she says, oh, I'll go change. And then Greg's like, I don't think you can change that much. <laughs> and then we're at Greg's parents' house, and Kitty asks Edward who their Jewish friends are. Which is <laughs> like, what? Why do these Why do these rich know. people do this? <laughs> like all the all the ethnics yeah. know each other. <laughs> and uh, he says. Uh, Cause, oh yeah, because they heard that Darn's mm-hmm. last name is Finkelstein, so that's why she's asking him that. And he says their friend's name is Godlieb. And then she asks if Dharma <laughs> know them. <laughs> and Dharma's like, no, I wasn't raised Jewish. And then um, Kitty asks how long they've been dating and Greg tells her they're actually married and K- Kitty's <laughs> bewildered. And um, Greg asks his parents to trust him, and Dharma's like, don't you just hate me? <laughs> and Edward thinks that Dharma is pregnant, and, uh, they're like, no, we just met yesterday, and Kitty calls Consuela <laughs> for a bourbon, <laughs> a grande bourbon, <laughs> and, uh, Edward wants to speak to Greg alone, and Greg's like, no, anything you want to say to me, you can stay in front of Dharma. And then Edward's like, well, we're concerned, because Dharma's not the kind of girl we imagined you marrying. And Greg points out that they don't even know her, so... Um, Edward's like, okay, he sits back down, he's like, okay, tell us about yourself, and she's like, well... I train dogs during the day <laughs> and teach yoga at night, which honestly sounds yeah. like a normal job <laughs> Yeah, these days, <laughs> but I guess we're like, yeah, jobs they're like hippie then. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to train jobs, yeah. dogs, like, oh, and yoga. What is yoga? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta <laughs> exercise. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and Kitty's like, oh. And then Greg's like, I'm in love. And Kitty thinks marriage isn't about love. And then Greg's all confused. And then Dharma's like, you and Kitty aren't in love to Edward. And Edward says, it's not about our marriage. And Dharma asks when the last time they had sex was... <laughs> 
and Greg's like, let's change the subject and talk about this later. So him and his parents start like small talking about the salmon <laughs> they're eating. And Dara's like, Dara's like looking at them like they're crazy because they're just <laughs> totally glossing over <laughs> the huge fight they just had. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Dharma says that Kitty and Edward should have sex in a field where they <laughs> might get caught. <laughs> and then cut to Dharma and Greg driving home. Dharma doesn't think <laughs> that that went well. And Greg mentions her telling Kitty to use a, sa- a shower massager <laughs> to fly solo. <laughs> and Dharma says they're in separate bedrooms, <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> yeah that she said that (laughs) and Greg's like well you can't just say whatever you want all the time and uh, are you going to rave to the attorney general about high colonics and she's like you changed your father's life (laughs) Greg's like well I need you to change a little and play the game in front of other people and she says that's dishonest and Dharma doesn't like dishonesty And Greg doesn't think that you can be honest all the time, and Dharma disagrees. Um, Greg honestly Mm -hmm. thinks she's being a child because she's unwilling to compromise. And then now she's like, let me out of the car. (laughs) And he says, okay, get out. And then she's like, wait, you're kicking me out? (laughs) He's like, no, we're here. And then... um, she says that he's sleeping on the couch and he says, no, I'm sleeping at my place. And she says, good. And then Dharma tells him not to call her. And she, mm-hmm. he says, you don't even have a phone. <laughs> and then Jane <laughs> puffs up yeah. on his driver's side <laughs> and frightens him. And then back at Greg's parents, he laments that he was so sure that Dharma was the one. And Kitty wants to know if Dharma's <laughs> I don't think prenup. so, Kitty. Not, not in a 24-hour <laughs> marriage. They didn't find the time for a prenup. <laughs> and then she figures that out. And she says, she'd sign one now? <laughs> and then says Edward and Edward gets up and says I'll call Godly <laughs> so Godly is yeah. not even your friend he's your lawyer stupid <laughs> so Greg tries to make uh, Kitty understand that he loves Dharma and she thinks he should let her go cause she's a free spirit and uh, she's, she has experience with those <laughs> women from Vassar <laughs> <laughs> and she'll tired of being on his arm and turn to drink <laughs> and start spending all his money <laughs> at yeah. Neiman Marcus, I guess. <laughs> and um, then we go to Dharma's place, and Dharma's crying, thinking about how Greg was the one, and Abby's massaging her head and like doing like <laughs> weird breathing, and. <laughs> Larry's mad that she got <laughs> married and to a fed and Dharma said it was her decision and Larry doesn't want to have her to have a soccer mom life because they raised her better than that <laughs> and then Larry wants ice cream because he just ate a whole bag of salty pretzels 
and now we need sweet. <laughs> so he leaves, and then Dharma thinks that she should compromise more, and Abby probably had to compromise with Larry, and Abby's like, not really, because mm-hmm. he blew his short-term memory out in 1972. And Dharma wishes she knew what to do. And Abby says, it's important to be with someone who accepts you the way you are. <laughs> Just as Larry comes back in and Abby has to remind him that he left for ice cream. Which, if he's so that he's forgetful, again. he shouldn't be, like, going out on his own. <laughs> well... I never got this when I used to watch this show when I was younger, but I guess he's supposed to be a major pothead. But yeah. they never show him smoking. <laughs> so oh, I never okay. got it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this guy That was my food? thought, but yeah, okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that's, I think that's yeah. why he ate the whole bag of pretzels. Okay. Now he wants ice cream. Very subtle, 90. Yeah. <laughs> It is fun. Yeah, it is subtle. (laughs) So in Greg's office, he's talking to Pete about Dharma, and Pete tells him the story of meeting a woman he thought was the one, and then she chained him to a radiator (laughs) and tried to cut out his kidney. Yeah, I want to hear that story. (laughs) (laughs) And Greg leaves, and then... (laughs) On the train, Jane asks Dharma if she wants to trash Greg's car and like other bad do other bad things to Greg. And Dharma's like, no, I don't know what I want. And Jane says, uh, we'll just have to do it your way and wait for the universe to show the way. And Dharma's like, I think it just did. Because she thinks she sees Greg and she runs off the train and halfway up the stairs, but mm-hmm. it's some other guy in a suit. <laughs> so she goes back to her apartment and she opens the door and sits on the couch with her two dogs. And then Greg says, he's there. What took you so long? <laughs> he's sitting yeah. on the weird staircase she has. I think it's like mm-hmm. a weird loft bedroom up there. I don't know. And <laughs> And um, then we get the shut up joke a third time because yep. of rule of threes. And then <laughs> they run to each other and she jumps on him and they kiss. See? And oh, and they're playing like the, yeah, the baseball team. <laughs> Which is a yeah. result is like no kind of resolution because they had like a pretty serious argument yeah. about their life philosophies <laughs> and just didn't ever resolve it really they just missed each other and then kiss at the end <laughs> yeah yeah they're like what we still have fundamental issues, yeah we're still hot for each other so yeah uh, we're all right <laughs> yeah that's what i thought at the end too I was yeah like, they didn't even talk yeah. or anything <laughs> what <laughs> I guess. I guess that's probably just because it's going to be the rest of the show. It's just them having that argument over and over. Yeah, yeah it's the whole show. <laughs> <The> fundamental incompatibility. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we kind of 
can't resolve it because yeah. that's where all of our tension lies. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> um, but what did what, um, what did you? I think? thought it was all right. I couldn't imagine uh, watching a ton of it because I think it is sort of uh, paint by numbers in that way. You know, it's like I oh, I can see where this is going and where it's gonna go for however many episodes. Which I don't usually mind, but I was like, uh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> yeah, I used to really, well, I, mm-hmm. I really like this pilot for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've watched it many times. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of like this show, but it is kind of like now like where we are now in 2020 i'm just like tired of the hippie yeah versus republican thing because that's yeah it just seems so removed is. from reality <laughs> sort of and it's like yeah. the... i don't even yeah. think that's what it is in 1997 They're, yeah like, it seems for reality sure but like then. we still are like buying into it on tv like sure they could date, but it's like, no, they couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. They could never yeah. get along. <laughs> well, even, like, her parents being yeah. any, any mm-hmm. way of functional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, it's just not realistic. <laughs> but um, I guess back when I was living in Orange County, I yeah. thought it was a fantasy. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I could be the Dharma to someone's grave. <laughs> Maybe. You just have to ride the Bart train more. <laughs> well, I'm like, I could be the weirdo kind of hippie person that marries all these. Because I have to be yeah. some conservative guy from Orange County. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> this is probably what I got to deal with. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. But now I'm like, no, young Aaron. Oh, yeah. Young Aaron, no, want more for yourself. <laughs> so yeah, I still, mm-hmm. I don't know. I still like the pilot, but I don't feel drawn to mm-hmm. watch any more episodes. Like, like you said, because yeah, I know what's where it's mm-hmm. going <laughs> and what's gonna happen. Yeah. That's all I got. Alright, anything else? Me too. Well, thank you for joining us on Comedy Copilot. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at comedycopilot.gmail.com and our Twitter is at comedypilot. See ya. See you next time with another episode.